This episode of Creative Control is brought to you by Verizon, the network America relies on. I'm your host, Casey Finey, and this is Creative Conversation, a Fast Company podcast. Another week. Let me ask you something, Franz. What's your work ethic like? My work ethic is, that's a deep question. (laughs) That's all I ask. (laughs) um i've actually developed a a different outlook on uh work ethic and work integrity so the the biggest hurdle for me had had always been like procrastination Mm. um i have a great desire to do it i just don't want to do it immediately (laughs) right right but the reason why that is, is because the burst of energy that I get when I am finally able to do something, I can do it indefinitely. Right. Um, so just, so the change has been being able to kind of bottle that, you know, and to, to, to begin the snowball of momentum. So my thing is just get started. That's nice to know. And um, I ask that because your work ethic undoubtedly pales in comparison to <laughs> compares in comparison to the dreams because his work ethic is bananas. And it's something mm-hmm. that in talking to him, I mean, here he is this like uber prolific writer, producer, just, just songwriter for other people for himself. And he also recently enrolled in fashion school as well on top of all that to start his own fashion line. And it's talking to people like that, that kind of put, it puts things in perspective for me in terms of like, it makes me think of like what my work ethic is because when he mm-hmm. was talking, you know, <laughs> we kind of vibed a little bit because we're both Virgos and I don't really believe that much in astrology and all that type of stuff. But I have to say that of the Virgos that I have talked to, and on this season alone, actually, I've talked to a few, Jenny Han and Alan Yang, and there are some similarities in like having our hands in different in different pots at the same time. And Virgos that, are crazy. My mother's are nuts. Listen, <laughs> I'm so, like that's the thing. It's like it, it's it's like it's normal for us to fall asleep at like five a.m. working on like ten different things. And so for me, it's like work. When I think about work ethic, it's. I know everybody wants to talk about that work-life balance, but when your life is your work or when you get life from your work, mm. it's worth the balance. So I'm just saying like work ethic, it's, it's, it's something that the dream has. It's something that I think a lot of people uh, think they have <laughs> until, yeah. until they meet someone like the dream. So not to, not to cast a shadow on your work ethic, bronze, because I mean, like you work hard. <laughs> but do you work as hard as a dream? Ask yourself that. I think if we're if we're looking at the uh, acclaim and monetary value, <laughs> then my work at absolutely. What are you talking about? You have you haven't written songs for Beyonce, Rihanna, Justin Bieber. Megan I mean, Stallion. you know, I, I have floated a few things out there, but <laughs> I guess you know the email and the, the pandemic. It's a lot going on right now. So. You haven't won a Grammy. I mean, Franz, like, what are you doing? Come on now. You know what I'm saying I have a Grammy for like my grandmother. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Grammy. <laughs> wow. Okay. That I reach? I'll Did give I, you that. I, okay. okay. <laughs> you, got, you got work ethic when it comes to comebacks. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You're a mess, man. Yeah. 
I mean, let's just get into this conversation. I can't <laughs> Grammy. Some people are so ghetto. All right. The dream is on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, man. Much love, man. No, this is great. So, I mean, we know you as this prolific songwriter and producer who's worked with everyone from Beyonce to Rihanna, Mariah Carey, Justin Bieber, Britney Spears, and the list goes on and on and on and on. And of course, you have your own extensive catalog, but I really want to know, I mean, how did this all begin? When did Terrius Nash become the dream? Oh, man. As soon as I jumped out the womb, baby, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shades no. and all. Just, like. <laughs> just shade. That, this, this is me. I came out just like this. Exactly. <laughs> what's up, mama? <laughs> just what's like up, that. mom? She looked at me and she said, what's up, kid? <laughs> um, no, man, I don't, I don't, I think um, the dream is worth living up to. So it's, it's like, it's like this thing that you never stop chasing, you know, like it's, um, and it's changed and, and um, over, over time it's changed um, directions and changed. The goal is still the same, but how to get there has changed. You know, what the dream means when you're five and 10 is different than what, you, what it means when you're 20 and you know a little bit more. Or even just being in the 90s, being exposed to a different type of blackness. You know, like it's just it, like things just change in your life. And so I feel that, that that's more so why I even love the moniker itself, because it kind of gives you that space, it, it, you know, to do whatever it is, you know, um, to dream without, you know, no pun intended. Just, just literally gives you a space to just keep going. And that, that name should be around all people and all other people that dream and aspire to be, you know, great. And so to, to say where I personally began, man, um, a lot of events make up, you know, who we are in the end. And, you know, we meet today in, in certain times, you know, it's a certain time going on outside, you know, we'll be different people at people after this. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. and, and a lot of us have our own, these same, you know, things we go through, but personally, you know, and things that that jump on a broader scale when it's something like this, you get to see it and get to understand how um, how um, dainty a human being's life is, mm. you know. So, so I think we go through those things. We don't know when we're going to go through it. I was telling my sons the other day. I was like, "Oh, you could do the work now, or you could do it when you're forty. Yeah. You go do the work. <laughs> you <want laughs> this, you go do that work." Right. And I mean that when you when you just think back to those those early days of you learning music because I mean like I, I feel you 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 learned yeah, it was third grade trumpet. man yeah I, I mean that, yeah I started playing trumpet in the third grade that's insane and so I mean you actually you obviously had this this sort of like natural pull towards music and you know like I guess like when did that really start taking form as something that was more than just a hobby or more than something that your that you know your parents put you in because. You know, we all I feel like we all get music lessons, we all get singing lessons, but not everyone becomes the dream. Shoot, so. that's, that's what y'all got to call it? Man, that sounds nice. <laughs> lessons. Man, our mouth's more like a chore, not not choir. Chore. Fair <laughs> chorus. Chorus. No, it was, it was it, you know, growing up in the South, man, everybody's in church, of course, like yeah. early on. You know, you don't even know why you're there when you first get there. You just, you're just four and you're in church singing something right. you get in the choir what <laughs> you in the choir huh sing some lead 
what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, it, it kind of just, and that's what I mean. It just turns into like a thing where it just begins. You don't know that you're doing a thing that you could do forever. You know, yeah. um, I never thought of it, thought of it that way. It was just singing was always, whether it was, whether it was at church or at, the, at home or, you know, whenever it was always a part of everyday life. You know, I can't even imagine it, you know, like, uh, certain certain people I've met um and I talk about music and go back in time and ask them hey you heard this uh, hey blah, blah blah and I try to make sure it ain't just me being a music head or whatever it is but it ends up kind of being that but it's more so to the root of just kind of who I am and, and kind of what I grew up with because if I didn't have a voice I would still have been exposed to the same things and I would still love it you right. know um so yeah third grade I started playing trumpet man um I didn't think nothing of it other than, oh, now it's an instrument to go with a voice, you know, and then it just kept going from there. Trumpet, and you go baritone, and you just, you're in the band, man. You're just going back and forth. And in the South, you know, the band was the band. Oh, yeah. It wasn't shit like the band. Oh, listen. Like it was, yeah, the band, the band is the thing. There's nothing better than a band. There's no no athlete, no nothing, nothing, nothing. All, we used to watch takes on Grambling, man. <laughs> I was just about on. to say, my parents are professors at Grambling State. So. My bad. That, that, that was Tip trying to call me. No Hilarious. No, was, Hilarious. Me, me just, and that guy went to Grove Park Elementary School together. It's so funny he's calling right now. Oh, I love that. No, I was going to say, I mean, my parents are professors at Grambling State University. So oh, wow. the Southern Classic, I mean, the that was what? always the band. Yes. Yeah, that group in Louisiana. Man, we still got VCR tapes, man. You put them <laughs> tapes in, man. See how they go march. Like, man, we, black and man, gold, was, man. Hitting those. Yeah, me, and my, me and my friends couldn't couldn't tell us nothing. Marching one hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, like everybody, Southern, like everybody. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter. And you mm-hmm. you know that's what most people went to the football game for that because usually if you're in the hood, your team suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know your high school team's gonna suck. Like nobody's there for that. We wanna see whatever the last dance move was that was popping, that's what we're gonna see. And in my time, the height of that thing was the bankhead bounce. Oh yeah. So the bankhead oh, bounces yeah. out in in mid nineties and that was the oh and, and I had uh, I was in the band. Uh, this is how horrible it is, right? So they need me to play trumpet. And I'm in eleventh grade. But I want to show out so bad. I'm like, no, nah, I gotta be a drum agent. I can't. It's, so the so so the uh, band director's like, no, we need you to play trumpet. I'm like, nah. I've been waiting on this so long. Man, you can tell me nothing. Oh man, <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's the thing. So like, when did when did just being in the band and doing all that? When did that shift into into songwriting? Because that's really, I mean. You're, you're obviously a talented musician, but songwriting has really been really your calling card. So like that's my that 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 that's when um creative um creativity meets capitalism. There you go. So, <laughs> I admire your honesty. <laughs> I can't eat, I can't say that. that's all I can say about it. It was it's too many people um inspiring, of course. Um uh, JD, um the the uh, Dallas Austin, like oh, just yeah. in in the city of Atlanta, riding around and some things that you know. The only way we knew how to get those things is sell some dope. So yep. I went. Oh, so I wasn't that kid anyway. I wasn't with the whole quick money thing. 
but I did, I was really realistic with myself, whatever it was, you know, like um, I could play basketball if we go into the park, like we could hoop it up, like whatever it is, but I'm not going to the NBA, like get out of here, it's not, it's not happening. I'd be doing myself a disservice, you know, wasting time. And so I was never the one to waste time. So I figured out pretty quick that I could, you know, do music from the standpoint of understanding what was going on and not more so falling in love with the artist part of it, but mm. the idea that, hold up, producers and songwriters get what again? And then <laughs> the whole Diane Warren thing ring a bell, then Lionel oh, yeah. Richie ring a bell, then it's like, okay, hold up. These people existed for a long time mm. if you do this particular thing at this height. And so that's what that's what it came down to. And I mean, capitalism, not even in, in and most people can take capitalism and their idea because of how the world is separated by it um, and think of it just one way. The second meaning to that, it should be a two right up under that mean capitalize on your talent or whatever it is that you're good at. Mm-hmm. Like that's a version of capitalism, too. Like the, finding that thing inside yourself that you know you're great at and overexpose it. Like, don't leave it sitting in there waiting till you're 49. Like, oh, man, you know what I should have did? I should have bought the cupcake factory. Yeah, it's too late now. That's it's just it's over. Right. <laughs> the so, dreams go. I, that's the thing. I mean, do you remember the, the, like, the very first song you wrote? Like, not even in the professional sense, even just you, like, writing in your room in high school. I don't know. Like, do you remember your first song? Man... Somebody, you you know, I get that question a lot. I have no idea what it is. Somebody will probably tell me what it is. My cousin Horace probably knows. We were writing raps, man. We was like six and seven. Mm -hmm. Like six, seven years old, like rapping and battling against each other, like just for sport. Right. And and at that point in time, you rapping in the hood at night before you go in. And we we was young. Before you go in, if nobody didn't want to fight you after you got finished rapping, then you didn't say the right thing. (laughs) <laughs> so we was out there twisting nerves. Like you almost needed a pistol on you every night. Like <laughs> somebody's about to die over a rap battle. Like for real. <laughs> like it was it was a real day. Words are real dangerous. You right. know, I found out really early, you know. And so I try to make sure I use them in the right sense these yeah. days. But back in the and a lot of people know me more from that, you know. A lot of people see me at, in my teenage years. Um, and when we talk about me now, they just think about it like, man, but they don't know the rap dream. Like, mm. there's no, there's now know the rap guy. That's I'm like, gonna, I was, that's I'm a, like, nobody needs to know all that. Oh, come on now. Come I'm on. Rap. I mean, you say you it know. in your songs all the time, you know, I'm not a rapper, but you know, like, I, like one is. Like, yeah, man, know? it'll be, it'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll be the worst rapper. I need security for real, for real. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to stop talking shit, man. It's just, it'll always be horrible. I mean, that's the thing, because I feel like musicians are really, I mean, they're a dime a dozen. I feel like everybody had, everybody knows a few people who in their circle who are aspiring rappers, singers, producers, all of that. But right. I mean, you've clearly made it. But when you think back, I mean, what was different about you? Like, why you and not the other guy to make it? I was just having that conversation, too, about ethical people and unethical people. I made my son's write me an essay on ethical people and then mm-hmm. write me an essay on unethical people. Just the idea of their ethics and their work ethic and when they're doing things in a hasty way, like why why that more so seems and tends to be hateful and spite and um of course dangerous, mm-hmm. but just jealousy. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't stand that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that happens in a lot of individuals, you know, with 
you could just correct your ethic and you can correct uh, most of those things. But most people don't want to do that. Like it's a, it's a laziness that can kind of come over us. It's easier to physically get something done. Yeah than it is mentally to think about getting it done, you know, cause you can mentally beat yourself up about something. You yeah. make it harder than what it is. Like, man, just do it. Right. Just do it, get out of the way and keep go to the next thing. And so that's kind of how I patterned my life. Like it's just do that thing next, mm-hmm. you know, and just make sure it's great and move on. You know, that's me in the nutshell. I think that was mainly kind of the difference. I talk, talk, talk about that all the time. My grandfather used to say is a lot of depth, a lot of talented people in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. This whole point for that was, yeah, we all talented. I'm not the most talented person in this universe. Like, I'm, I, I hope and aspire to wake up to be every day the person that outworks you the most, though. Right. You know, and so trying to figure out how much none sleep I can get. Like, right now, I've been up <laughs> for like 48 hours, which I probably should. I literally laid in the bed and was like, yo, you got this interview. I was like, oh, yes. I, I was going to say, don't do that now. Don't do that. <laughs> like, lack of- like, <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> look, 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 look. Don't, don't. No, I'll mess with you. <laughs> this episode of Creative Control is brought to you by Verizon the network you can rely on for your phone and for your home internet. Find the plan that's right for you at verizon.com. I mean, when you think about, you know, writing, writing songs and it's, I'm always curious because I mean, for someone like you who is so prolific, someone like you who has just written so much for yourself and for others, I mean, how do you find your way into a song? Like, what is that, what is that, what that process for you to go from an idea to a finished track? Like what, how do you find your way into a song? Man, I I think more so the songs find themselves and mm-hmm. find their way into me. Like I don't, I don't, I don't chase after them. I don't have to, man, I don't have to go nowhere um before I run into a song. Like it's like oxygen. Mm-hmm. It's like you just forget that you that you that your body is thinking about breathing and that you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not thinking about a song, but right now I can peel off about 20 of them and mm-hmm. it's no, it would be no problem and still not sleep. And that's a blessing in itself, but it's also backed up by a lot of time working on a craft, you know, for so long that I can't turn that part of me off anyway, but also being talented at music, then that just doesn't help because I have a platform to get it out. So then you're just more you're just more excited about it. You're like, oh man, I can't wait to do bop, 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 you know? Right. And, and so, and that's what happens to you. You know, you kind of overcome with the idea of what you can do. Like, oh man, like this is crazy. <laughs> it's the same thing with fashion right now. It's the same, it's like, oh man, my platform right now, not because I'm the dream, no, not because of this. Like, no, because I can literally put myself through school, go learn this. I know people in this business that do this and, you know, just get your shit together because there's a platform for a thing, you Mm -hmm. know, that's happening that you love to do, Yeah. you know, and that, that you can't turn that part of a brain off because that's not even getting up. uh, That's the best part of a life. I feel you're not getting up for a check. Mm -hmm. You know, you're getting, you're getting up to put a check on the world, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to make sure that the future is what the future is and that it's going to be decided, you know, um, 
that you're going to have something to do with deciding, you know, how beautiful it looks. Yeah. And you mentioned your, you mentioned getting into fashion and I was definitely going to ask you that. I mean, you rolled in uh Savannah's college of art and design to yeah. study fashion. And so, you know, I, I like whenever, <laughs> whenever that was mentioned in the email, like to say like, Hey, you know, do you want to talk to the dream? And like, I saw that line in the email. I was like, wait, what? The dream's doing what now? And I loved it. I thought it was yeah. No, because I, th- I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, you know, we, you, you, you've clearly made your stamp and your mark in music, but you, and you're still doing that, but you're expanding your, your, your bandwidth of creativity. And so, I mean, like what, what was, why that turn into fashion? Like what, what made you, what made you want to not only think, take on fashion, but study it? Because some think, people, um, like your status, you could have just like been like, ah, I'm just going to like find a designer, like do all that. Man, I, I, and that, 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 that's like my full rebuke of the idea of when somebody says, they, oh, I'm a producer, I'm a songwriter. And then, you know, like the credentials, man, like it's, <laughs> it's just, it's like, I have a certain respect for my thing. And of course we didn't go to school for this. You know, we grew up, I grew up in the hood and, and it's certain things that I had to do though, before I could, I wouldn't ever think about calling myself no producer or no songwriter, you know, like, like, no man, I'm the person that if you need an extra hook line and a hook, then cool. Like, yeah, I probably could write the whole song, but that's not what your job is in the beginning. You know, you your job is to for yourself and that's what people get it wrong it's like for yourself is to get in that line mm-hmm. there's so many things you learn in the line before you go to the cash and before you go to the cashier to cash your check mm-hmm. you stand in that bank line you learn a whole lot of things you just go straight to the bank and there's nobody in line you go cash your check and get back in the car you ever notice that you don't really there's a lot of conversations you don't hear Mm-hmm. You you missed the whole guy over in the, in the corner that does notaries. You missed the other guy that does CDs. The other guys <laughs> doing savings. You missed all the signs with the percentage on it, what the APR is for this month. You missed a whole lot of shit right. not standing in line. <laughs> you oh, to get in that line, go straight to the cashier. You got your money. Right. You got it quick too, and you go spend it quick. <laughs> Had I- you stood in that line. <laughs> you probably would have opened up another account. Oh man, that is that's a that is a good analogy, actually. I love that. And I mean, and for you, I mean, like, what do you like? What do you see for yourself in fashion? Like, what what I love, like, just sort of like lay me out your blueprint on what you want to do once you finish. Uh, once you finish this 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 oh, course. No, Kimosabi, me no oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> Man, if I, if man, I swear, um, I've I've had the luxury, of course, of being the the best thing that you could do is be around great people who are designing and doing stuff that's in your clique mm-hmm. that you get to compare your shit to. Yeah, you know, that's the best thing is 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 competing uh, from a mental standpoint of just could my thing go with that thing? Mm-hmm. Could this thing go with that? And that's how I started off doing my songs the same way. Would Michael sing this? Would Prince sing this? Mm-hmm. Would this can Otis get with this? Is this one plus one good enough for an Otis album, mm-hmm. or is it is it not? You know. So I started off that way, and it's the same thing with fashion. Um, my music has gotten me to this point of watching my friends around me become these major successful, you know, people in fashion, and not just selling hoodies and shit. Like just like really respected individuals, 
and to be able to sit in that in that room in those rooms for years now and hold my own and give ideas out and say hey let's do this though let's do this thing you know your confidence from that without having to even jump out to fall down you know um so many things just being learned by 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 failures you know um in myself and from from others which they know that you know i always tell people like why repeat something that i failed at like i just told you that like not at least fall a new way like don't don't fall don't fall away I fall on your side you. you fell on your face the first time yeah i told you i fell on my face last week i don't know why you i told you not to go out the back door there's a hole i i don't know what you're doing and so to watch um to watch these things um it, it, which is a beautiful thing, you know, and it's still that line um, to watch Kanye get his thing off the ground, you know, yeah. in that way to watch Rihanna and watching B, you know, um, B, B took me to Elias house, you know, um, wow. um, and we ate there, like sitting there, I'm sitting there with all these famous dresses and they're just around me. Just like, yo, this shit's crazy. And belonging there, feeling like, okay cool and that's that back to that part of where keeping it 100 with myself like is this you or is, is it not because if it's not then i'll just that's just not my thing yeah. um i know that this is my thing i know that i'm really good at it and i got a keen eye for it and i get it and i understand future trends where it could go how to sway what to go back in the past to get to marry to the future you know mm -hmm. to make it a new thing like all of those things which create your taste level are things that I've been doing. People just didn't know that I was doing it. Yeah. And so for you, I mean, for someone who has this sort of, it's, it seems like this, uh, you, you, you're in the right circles. You have, you have that eye for it, but now you're applying the actual, you know, knowledge to it. So was there, was there a learning curve for you, like stepping into this space of, you know, enrolling in college and studying something that even though you had sort of this knowledge about, you didn't have it in, I guess, in the, in the technical sense. So yeah, I mean, no, there's no, there's no, there's no curve. Like it's not, um, most things, I mean, drawing and illustrating and, and even patterns and all this stuff, man, like I, I'm just in love and I've always been in love with all things that have something to do with art. Man. So, awesome. so the, the curve would have been something like being there on time or not being there, but I run a business. So of yeah. course I'm going to be there on time. Like it's right. not. You know, it's not the things that would normally throw somebody off who's getting used to some new shit. You know, I'm like, right. I've had a job and had to get up at nine o'clock, had to get up at six o'clock in the morning to be there for an eight o'clock job mm -hmm. for years. So, no, that's that's literally like riding a bike. That's the bike I didn't want to ride. That's why I got <laughs> off shit. But, <laughs> but, but you don't forget, you know, that you know, there's something to do. There's, there's a job yeah. that needs to be done. And you, you know how you're going to feel at the end is you're going to feel completed. Mm -hmm. And so with that hanging, you know, in the end, um, everything else is just, hey, just do it. Yeah. Do it. Make it great. Like, make it great. And um, and be able to look forward on it. People always say look back on something like, you know, look back on your memories with your loved ones. You know, look forward when it comes to painting the future yeah. and changing, you know, the world. Right. And, you know, and it obviously... There's now the fashion, but even the music, I mean, like I said, I mean, you're not, you're clearly not stopping with that because, you know, you recently dropped, uh, back in April, you dropped uh, Sex Tape Volume 4. And I actually remember, it was like back in 2018, you dropped 
uh, sex tapes volumes one, two, and three. <laughs> two and three, yeah. And now we have four. And I mean, this is like a whole series at this point. And so, I mean, what what are you saying in volume four that you couldn't get out in volumes one, two, and three? That's you, would a lot think of music, I would have, you would think I'm done, right? I'm like, listen, how many I'm babies do you want people to make? <laughs> I am never done until everybody keep up. <laughs> it's the way you say it the things you learn and whether you're transcribing those things you know to to people i think we use that that term writer in a way which is which is fine um i'll take it either way it's more it's all also more close to the idea of teaching and prophesizing you know certain things you know that you get to see in a certain way and you become like almost a prophet in the music space where you're saying something, you know, that's whole mm -hmm. and using yourself and your own failures or your own advantages um, of success, you know, to tell somebody something that doesn't have that angle or mm -hmm. vantage point an idea and mixing it with the idea of what you know. Right. So I have those vantage points. And so I kind of feel like every time I tell a story, I'm going to tell it from a different point of view. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just that now. Now it's something else. Now it's now this thing is moving into a spiritual realm where first two, three tapes was probably like, okay, cool. That's about this. This is about fucking. This is about this. Okay, cool. How did he get the spiritual on this fourth one? And where is it going? Like, where where is he going? And I'm just telling. I'm just more so giving you my evolution, and not only that, giving you a space where you get to kind of decide. Like, maybe that's the place I want to evolve to or nope i'm trying to stay away from whatever he's going through or whatever he's hooked on i'm good <laughs> you know like so it's giving out you know those things um and it's and that's my uh my work for the people i feel like i'm more so like a servant you know in that way to right. to make sure that people hear it this way and so when people say good songwriter i don't think they i don't think we really put as much weight to that as if this shit was going down in like 1200 mm -hmm. <laughs> AD, it'll be a little bit different to say these things in a certain type of way to reach across, you know, um, several spectrums. And that's what's so great about writing. And even with hip hop, when it's done right, you know, that's why we actually love hip hop. Not for the fruity shit that comes on, like not for the, just the playful things that, you know, rap guys just say to go back and forth, but it's for those deep benevolent things, you know, where it's like, wow, like, wow. And he said something like, I need to, you know, I need to listen to that a couple times. Right. You know? And I was actually going to ask, because I mean, if you tally up all the songs on volumes one through four, I mean, that's like, that's 50 songs, not in counting, you know, intro. That's it. That, oh. you say that's it see this is it. <laughs> see you say that's it but i'm saying like not there are some artists who may not release 50 songs in the span of a decade and you did it in like two years i don't know if some were sitting in your vault i'm sure you wrote a lot of them but i mean somebody yeah, no, can, none of those are sitting in my vault those are all original records see that's the thing and the conventional wisdom would lead some people to think like quality can suffer under such a high volume and so do you feel like you give all your songs the same amount of attention when you write oh yeah they all my babies mm. yeah even when it seems like i don't even when you're listening to something and you're saying like i wonder why he didn't flush the production all the way out on say something mm-hmm I wonder why did he leave that record chinky? Like why why he do that? 
Right. And yeah, no, it's not that I couldn't have, couldn't have done more. I may have wanted you to hear more of the lyric on that song. And I left it bare and wide open like that on purpose. Right. Um, so, so yeah, it's, that I mean, I just find that like, I keep coming back to this word prolific. I mean, you are just like you just crank it out. And so, I mean, for people who, I mean, I, th- I feel like for all creatives, they have a different they have a different process. Some people really like to take their time and craft whatever they're doing. But you know, you seem to be. I go to, to the mall when that's happening. Right. <laughs> I go to the mall because I do understand it and I appreciate it and I respect it. Yeah. I get it. I totally get it, man. Um, but everybody knows me, man. Like I can't, I'll start, but I do it with everything. I'm, I'm in, I can't stay, I can't stand in the kitchen for too long. Um, as, as my, my girl is finding out, I was like, see, this is why I don't come in the kitchen. Cause if I come in the kitchen, I'm gonna rearrange everything, get everything back straight, how it's supposed to be. This on this side, this is over here, this is over here. Oh, it's definitely not cause I don't want to be there. It's because you don't want me in the kitchen. You don't want me anywhere where you are unless you want me to get on your nerves. Cause right. I'm going to look at it and say, now, hmm, what would make that wall better? Maybe I'll put that picture up from that. Like, uh, it's just. Oh man. And that thing just transfers, man, into into something that um, you know, to something that I had no power of. I, the only power I had was developing the talent that I have, but it being there, you know, as a source, um, I had no power over that. I'm just happy that I found it and I'm I, and I use it. And I know it's not supposed to be that fast. I know you're not supposed to get 50 records and then two records over here on this record, two records on a J Electronica album, two records on this, a record on Wayne, a record over here. I know it's not supposed to be like that. And that it kind of bothers me a, 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 a bit because I know people say to themselves, like, uh, if it's doing that much, then it can't be what it actually is. Mm-hmm. And so that haunts me, you know, in a way. And I'm definitely don't like the idea of any Van Gogh in my idea of who I am of just like, oh uh, yeah. And then I have to be discovered like 50 years later, like, Hey, granddad, did you know this guy? Like, yeah. I kinda know. Is a it's like, no, not just Charlie is a 10. <laughs> all the other records. What else do you write? It's all right. I mean, because you, because I find it interesting, because I mean, being a songwriter, I mean, it's no secret that, uh, you know, songs can have four or five, six writers attached to it. And mm-hmm. with you, it's like, you keep it at a bare minimum. It's usually just you and like, maybe like one other person is, mm-hmm. and usually if it's that person is a feature, you know, it's like, it's like, <laughs> so, I mean, why is that? I mean, do you, is that just how you work? I mean, do you just prefer when it comes to your music? No, I mean... I want the things that come from from me because that's the strongest suit that I, you know, that I have. And, um, you know, like, I'm not going to go and do no moonwalk and stuff on the, I haven't done a moonwalk since a halftime game in probably 97. <laughs> but but um, that's my, you know, that's just my, um, that's my sanctuary, you mm-hmm. know, and that's where, that's where I dwell, you know, um, most people like most people are like oh well if this person is not writing and a dream is writing blah, blah blah and i'm like well you know the whole point is it's like building a house if you went out to build one right now you haven't built one before or let's say you have but if that guy builds the houses that you want 
them to build and you got the money to get it built and you don't have to do it, but they're going to build it exactly how you're supposed to build. Please build it. <laughs> build the house. Build a house. Please build it. That Fair guy's great enough. at building houses. That's the person you should call. That's called making a, that's a smart decision. <laughs> like <laughs> that person's better than me at building houses. I'm going <laughs> to let him build my house. Like, yep. I have no pride about it at all. Nope. Please. So that's, I mean, I find it interesting. So like whenever you're working on a track for someone else and you have to be in the room with, you know, five other people, how, how for you does that work? Like, how do you take all these different ideas that you may have and make it congeal into one track? Um, well, it's just, it's just joyful even working with uh, a lot of the people, um, period. I like being around people anyway. Um, so that doesn't stop um that part of me just because there's a you know i could get it done you know faster whatever it never that part never takes um place of the camaraderie um the moments you know that you have with people you know being there um and i i prefer that you know i prefer sharing you know things and 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 whatever thing i can bring to the table i don't care if it's like four words or uh, there's so many times i've people have been working in the studio and I've popped in on that session. It has nothing to do with me and give three, four, five, ten words out. And they'll come looking for me like, yo, uh, get your publishing information. I'm like, nah, beat it. You was already in session. Like that, that that's whack. Like why, why would I, I'm not, I don't need to, any money or any, you know, any credit for that. Like that was your session. Like you, you helped me out. Cause I got to, you know, enjoy whatever that vibe was. Yeah. And have a good time and keep it moving. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, what would you say in that, in that environment of, you know, collaborating and just, you know, kind of vibing with people, is there any, is there any significant learning lesson that you've had for yourself? Like just as a creative, like what, what have you learned from someone else being in that environment? Patience. Oh, collaboration, patience. Oh yeah. 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 That's a big one. <laughs> yeah. If you're super, super fast at something, and you know, like, because not only that, you yourself can miss something. And there's been, there's been years I've been years ahead. You know, where it's just you're just trying to get to the next thing. It's like, um, fast car isn't a single because I'm trying to get to love versus money. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, everybody's man, that should have been a single, probably. But then you probably wouldn't have got fancy though. Yeah. Like so, so it's things. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a cup half full type of situation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's the, the gift and the curse almost. You know, at the end of the day, to try to hold up something that they let it catch up, let it catch up, and then you know, like you don't, but you don't want to um, ignore the future. You mm-hmm. know, of of your future self, um, and and give the world credit. And, and know that they'll catch up to you, like whatever it is, like, and just never like feel any type of way about anything. Everybody has their time. Everybody's gonna do what they're gonna do. Um, the best place to be is not just even beside, you know, someone when it's about thinking. It's about being in front. Like yeah. you want to be in front because if you if 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 you got them chasing you, um, they're being as great as they could be, and in return you'll be chasing them. Like so, yeah. you're only just becoming, you know, better at the race. Right. And, you know, I'm for people like you that are so quick to quick to churn things out. I mean, I'm always curious. I mean, like, what does 
what does being stuck look like for you? Because I would, I mean, one could think that you say stuck. Yeah, getting stuck, like having those creative roles. See, you're shaking your. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I hear about this writer's block thing, but I don't know what it is. How though? <laughs> I don't know. I just there's always something to write about. Like, wow. How can so there not be nothing to write about? So even if it's so, is it a situation if you're writing something and like you may get that s word stuck and you do you just like switch to something else i mean like i because i for me personally whenever i'm writing and i and i get i just can't figure out where to go next with it mm-hmm. i just i have a problem of fixating on it i'm like i have to get past this roadblock where some people may just start working on something else like i just get so i don't I, I guess i don't start working the problem until i know the solution mm. fair enough yeah, so I don't even st- like if I if you play me a track right now, I'm not gonna get in writer's block because I'm not gonna start it because it's not time to start yet. Mm. I'm not starting it just because there's a track playing. Like, right, that's not happening. I'm going to Starbucks. <laughs> you want some coffee, nigga? <laughs> While I'm in there, we might still it'll be in there. You know, it's in the mind. It's dancing around. Right. Probably get back. Maybe it's ready. Maybe it's not. I'm not pressing. I don't care. I got other shit to do anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> but at some point it's hey man turn the track on yeah pow and it's done it's over with the, the song anatomy of the song is probably done and the idea of it to a point where you can't mess it up it's probably done in the first 10 minutes anyway mm. and you know just kind of to wrap it up and just thinking about all the things we've talked about just your career as a whole how have you come to define creativity what does that word mean to you and your career? Oh, spirituality um, and connectivity. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's just the, the the sonar, like whales, like being able to not whales, um, dolphins being able to just hear a thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. I think with music, people are able to hear that without knowing words and, and just knowing things. Like it's the only like unilateral like thing that you can. You can go to a country and they're singing Charlotte's team, but they don't know anything else. <laughs> like, what? you know, no English and no Ebonics. They don't know either one of them. <laughs> it's like, you're like, what's up? Not Ebonics. Like, oh, God, you're ah! making a joke on my coffee. <laughs> yeah, heard Ebonics back to Ebonics, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like, they, they have no idea what, you, what you're saying. They know what you mean, though. Right. And that's what I meant by that. You know, like, you know, people try to autocorrect you all the time. Mm. And it's like, you know what I meant. You even knew what I meant or you did. You know, it's like something your grandparents say, like, oh, oh, you you don't you know what I meant? Like, oh, I, I know. I know right. what you meant. <laughs> don't correct me. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh man. Well, Jamie, this has been awesome, man. I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to uh your fashion line. I'm guessing it's a line. I'm just gonna guess yeah. at this point because you're not it's saying it's gonna be several but... lines probably. I'm just trying to make sure I make beautiful gowns for all my friends and and beautiful um men menswear and unisex wear things that are just curated and themed, you yeah. know, um in in the things that I care about and yeah just a lot of thought yeah hopefully it's going to be in my price range uh but we'll see <laughs> probably not because you got some rich of friends course it is. <laughs> don't be like don't right. be like that <laughs> i'll make sure i price something you can't buy though but if I'll, you can't buy it i can't buy it either. 
It'll be both of us. We'll just be sitting there like. I don't think that's how that works. I mean, you're sitting on Grammys and hits, and I'm not. He's like, don't do it. I don't know what you're talking about. I learned from a young age, I ain't got no money. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. See? Okay. I get you. I see you. Yeah. You, 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 you. Let it let it be a mystery to some, but <laughs> oh man, this has been great. I thank you so much for your time, and I'm gonna let you finish thank hanging whenever you need to finish hanging. No, I'm done with that. I'm, I'm literally gonna lay down. I think that you think, no, you're not. Stop lying to yourself. You're lying to two people, me and yourself. I'm right? not because I just got a little text to say they got sushi downstairs. So I'm like, see, okay, <laughs> go yeah. get some sushi, man. Oh man, thank you, fam. Thank you. I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank Look. you. Thanks for listening to Creative Conversation. Be sure to subscribe to Creative Conversation wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing on this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. We always love hearing your feedback. I'm your host, Casey Finey.